Welcome to the French Wedding Podcast with your host Naim, the only podcast in English about weddings in France. Great conversations, tips and insights about your French wedding, some wisdom before your big day, and the opportunity to hear wedding professionals actually living and working in France, only for your day to be the most amazing to remember. Hello everyone and welcome to the French Wedding Podcast. Greetings from France, this is the place we're recording this show. I'm Naim, professional ceremony officiant based in my hometown Paris and I created this show especially for future brides and grooms willing to get married in Paris or anywhere in France. Each episode is an occasion to meet a main actor of the industry, can be a vendor such as a wedding planner, hair and makeup artist, bridal salon, videographer, venue owner, bloggers, you name it. This show exists to bring you some insight about how people do things in France regarding the wedding industry, but we also share funny stories, things to know, and special memories when we happen to work together on the very same wedding. My guest today moved from New Orleans to Paris and made the big jump to follow her dreams. The result, L'Amour de Paris, a wedding and family portrait business that she now runs together with her partner Doug and her founder Stacy. So please welcome Cheyenne to the show today. Cheyenne, welcome to the show. Thank you, Naeem. I'm happy to be here today. Thank you again for accepting my invite. I'm really happy to talk to you today as well. I want to know first, please tell me about the name of your company because L'Amour de Paris, this is really an amazing name for a French guy reading the, a business name. So tell me a bit more about it. Uh, well, the love of Paris as Americans, I think especially we all have this dream of coming to Paris and finding love or coming with a loved one to Paris. I know my first trip to Paris was actually as a child when I was about nine years old, uh, but that did not stop me from asking my husband, now husband, for many years, saying, please, mm -hmm. please take me to Paris. Let's go to Paris together. And you'll find out more in a minute, but we actually, uh, Stacy Reeves College, she founded L'Amour de Paris. And so she actually, her husband now proposed to her in front of the Eiffel Tower. And so I'm sure that that plays into it since she actually named it. There's just that amazing love. You think of love when you think of Paris. Definitely. Especially I realized uh, working with international clients and vendors that foreigners and international people are much more comparing Paris to love instead of Parisians. Parisians are like, oh, this is just my city. This is just where I live. Or, you know, so it's fun to see this other vision. I think it's really good for an American or anyone from outside Europe to the vision of Paris. I really like it. So yeah, can you drive me through the start? How did it all started? Okay, so we'll take it back a little further first, just to give you a little info about my husband and I. His name is Douglas. Uh, we met in college in the United States at Western Kentucky University in the photojournalism program. Uh, he already had a print journalism degree beforehand. He's about five years older than me as well. And so in college, he knew that he wanted to go more of the photography route after he had already finished the print degree. For myself, I started photographing weddings my second year in college and decided that was definitely going to be more the route I wanted to go. I'm very much a puppies and rainbows person. So the news, especially as we all know lately, can be quite daunting and depressing. So I 
I had internships at newspapers and things like that. And it just further solidified that I knew the direction I wanted to go. And for Doug, he also was able to work in newspapers and his fun claim to fame was working with Sports Illustrated for a while with a, a staff photographer there. And he got to experience some really amazing things while he was there. But ultimately he ended up photographing a wedding with me. And so I pulled him very easily really into the <laughs> wedding world. So for a while, we each had our own businesses in the US. And when we got married, we joke that we married the businesses too. And that's when we actually created our other business called Art Divi. And that was the start of 2012. So fast forward a few years later, uh, 2015, we made a trip to Paris to visit Stacy Reeves Gulledge who was the photographer for our wedding. At the time, she was in Texas, in Dallas, Texas, and we were in New Orleans, Louisiana. That's where Douglas is from. I'm actually from Kentucky. <laughs> and so we had become friends. Whenever she photographed our wedding, she made some trips to New Orleans. We spent a Mardi Gras together. We showed them New Orleans through our eyes. And once they moved to Paris, we said, hey, we want to come and visit. And we wanted to see Paris through their eyes. Um, the first time Doug and I visited Paris was in 2010, and it was rushed. I, I think it's it's what a lot of people, especially Americans, once we get to come overseas, you're trying to cram it all in and do it all. So we, I believe we only had three days, our very first trip. So we were exhausted. So we were very much looking forward to coming and having friends that had gotten to know the area to show us Paris. So within two weeks of returning from that trip, I walked in, uh, my best friend was in town from out of state and we'd been out shopping and Doug, Doug said, hey, do you want to move to Paris? <laughs> my heart immediately started pounding. Um, I know my husband and I immediately knew he was serious. My best friend, she's jumping up and down saying, oh my gosh, if you don't go, I will. You can go live with my husband and kids, but you need to do this. I've always been the one to, I guess, temper these things because he gets these ideas and, and he will run with them for sure. So we took a few weeks to think about it. We had some phone calls back and forth with Stacy and her husband asking crazy things. I still have the, the uh, list of questions we asked her. And now I laugh at some of them. I don't know where we thought we were moving, you know, just crazy questions that we have access to here. So yeah, after we thought about it for a few weeks, we decided, yes, we're, we can't pass this opportunity up. We knew if we said no, we would always wonder and regret and, and wonder what could have been. So it, with having the wedding business in the US though, we had to take about a year. It was almost right out a year of planning to kind of slow that business down some enough to make the jump to move over here. So shortly after we said we were going to move, we find out that her and her husband are going to have to move back to the US because initially we were going to be associates with Stacy and help grow L'Amour de Paris. We still said, okay, yes, we're still coming because she didn't want to see the business just kind of fade away and die off. She had been here by the time we got here, she was here four years. And we said, okay, we're still in. So what she waited, her husband had to go back to the U.S. eight months ahead of her which I know was tough for them. Uh, but she stayed until we were able to get here, showed us the ropes for about two weeks. We hit the ground running with her. And then she said, bye guys, I miss my husband. Here's the business with a big pretty bow. Just keep it alive, keep it growing, keep it thriving. And so next week is actually our four-year anniversary in Paris. What a story. Eight years in total for L'Amour de Paris. That's amazing. The 
the speed of American yeah. people regarding <laughs> business and decisions for yes. a French person. <laughs> I was talking about that uh, the other day with Tanya, which who is a wedding vow counselor, and she just found the name. Her name is beautiful. The name of the business is uh, the Vow Whisperer. She just found the name through a friend, and she said, "You know what? I'm." putting all in, I'll go ahead with this, you know. I find it very interesting for to see people jumping in like that, just like you, you did. I think it's really good. You never regretted that decision, I guess. Never regretted it. No, no. I think we will forever be happy that we said yes, regardless of whether we stay in Paris the rest of our lives or not. <laughs> And if you ask Douglas, <laughs> you it's know. definitely a possibility for myself as well. But there's always a little bit of tug of missing family too. Of course, I can understand that. So what do you propose in L'Amour de Paris? So for L'Amour de Paris, it's more focused on the intimate weddings, the smaller weddings, elopements. Maybe they bring a few people with them. Um, and then beyond that, we do a lot of portrait sessions. Uh, again, mostly Americans. They are usually looking for English-speaking photographer. Um, mm -hmm. And the part of the business, I guess, we have grown in our time here is that we actually get a lot of families now as well, which has been very fun and rewarding. Uh, when we first got here, it was definitely a change in going from a full wedding day, you know, that might be 10, 12 hours with a couple. We've spent the time, you know, usually for the year before talking about them, learning all about the day, maybe doing engagement pictures or bridal photos, and then often becoming friends with them further beyond once the wedding has happened. Right. So when we got here, just getting to know people, sometimes for some of our photo sessions for 20 or 30 minutes or the elopements, you know, two, three, four hours, they're amazing people and then they're gone. And so for <laughs> me, that was very sad at first, but then I started to receive their feedback and just really understood, hey, just because this might be a little bit quicker, these photos still mean the same amount, uh, if not even a little more, because Paris is most often a bucket list for so many people. And it just adds another layer to a wedding of it being in such a special city in the world. You know, like we said, the city of love. I, I find a very interesting thing on your website that I actually haven't seen in, in any other place. You're calling your service investments. Why, why is it something like that for you? Well, if you just call it pricing or the cost, pricing is simply the cost of goods. You buy an item one time, you use it, and you're finished with it. But by capturing these moments in time for our clients, we're giving something that actually increases in value. You pay for our service once, but the value of it continues to build over time. So what might cost 250 euro or X amount of euros today, 20 years from now, you could argue that it's priceless. Definitely. That's a very good approach. I find it very, very unique and I like it. Thank you. And you have, uh, you also do proposal. Yes, yes. So most of the time I let Douglas handle those. <laughs> right. Um, it's very stressful. <laughs> so stressful. Uh, yeah. I've done uh, a few. That's why I wanted to know. It was a tricky question. <laughs> yes. Sorry. So if can he's... you drive me through the... <laughs> go, go ahead. Go ahead. No problem. If he's in the States doing a wedding or work there, of course, I will, I will photograph them. And I, I do still get a lot of joy out of it. But I remember uh, it was actually last January, a year ago. I still remember the month because it was cold. I remember it was a cold day. And we, of course, you make the plan with the groom-to-be beforehand. And as it was at Trocadero, you have the big grand staircase there. And I could see him. It was quiet that morning. It was early. 
and I saw him as soon as they started down the stairs. And my heart, I think, had to be beating as fast as his must have been in that <laughs> moment. <laughs> and of course, yeah. For Trocadero, for those who don't know, is the square, the place next to the Eiffel Tower, who yes. has the best views the and best most views. often where the proposals are taking place. So yeah, it went off without a hitch, of course. And we actually ended up photographing their wedding later, which was amazing. Because again, there was a bit more of that extra connection that I love of having went with them from Paris back to, they were actually from Louisiana. Uh, so we got to go back home and photograph their wedding a year later. Crossing the oceans and uh, providing yeah. value and emotion. Absolutely. Really like Absolutely. So can you, even if it's Douglas who's, who's in charge of this most often, <laughs> can you drive me through a typical proposal preparation? Yes. So we will find out first if they had anything specific in mind. We'll also guide a bit in what we have found works best. If they know there is a photo session and that wouldn't seem weird, then it is usually a bit easier logistically for them to just think they're coming for a photo session that he's surprising them with. If not, logistics get a little crazier once you're planning to meet up, where, how do we find each other? Again, if we if it works that it doesn't seem too outside of the box, for the other half, then we suggest mm -hmm. the early morning hours. It's much right. easier to find one another in the mornings than once everybody's awake and people are moving about. But we've done we've done it both ways. We've played paparazzi. And then uh, <laughs> if it's during a photo session, we'll have cues that, you know, they know are coming of, yes, I this is time. That. Do it. Yes. <laughs> There has been a couple times, I think Doug had one, he kept giving them the cue maybe four or five times and he thought, oh, <laughs> oh gosh, have they changed their mind? Yeah. <laughs> But it was just because they were so nervous. It took a, a couple extra pushes. <laughs> of course, I guess it is. Uh, yeah, I've, I've seen proposal by coincidence and uh, you can tell that that everyone is super nervous, especially the, the groom most often who is the, the guy in charge. Yes, I think my heart's beating even faster just talking about it. Like I said, I get so nervous for those <laughs> i know it's it's crazy because i mean there's no real pressure for you nobody's going to say no to you or anything you you just want to be perfect for for that moment exactly. i guess as a photographer but i can see that on on all the the pictures that you have on your website it transpires very good points of view and clear moments of uh, happiness i really like it and what do you advise to to couples because obviously as you said it's paris is on a bucket list for Uh, a lot of people, a lot of couples in the world because of the romantic view of the city. But have you found out that most often couples are, they need tips and insights and details when it comes to the real execution, right? Absolutely. Some people, I guess, you know, keeping with the elopements and the weddings here, I think definitely mm -hmm. our American, you know, travel companions, they they definitely are looking for a guide. I think it can be very intimidating, especially with, you know, French being the language here to think, oh, where do I even start? So with the French language can be a bit of a barrier or a fear, I think, for someone trying to plan something here. So they definitely, Americans would seek out, you know, if, if they contact us first, And they're wanting an elopement. I'm usually referring them to our our planners and officiants right, right. away, so that they can start talking with them. Um, of course, we're great at handling the photo end and some other fun experiences. But I do like to put them in in good hands as well to help with the, the uh, finer details. What's the most important things that they need to know when they're planning to have an elopement in Paris or anywhere in France? 
I think with an elopement, I don't think it changes too much from some of the advice I would just tell a normal couple, even if they were having their wedding in their hometown. Number one that comes to mind is, is be flexible. Things can certainly change with a wedding. I don't know that I know one single wedding that's ever gone 100% perfect. People told us that they thought our wedding was 100% perfect. And when they said that, the next day after the wedding, we kind of laughed and Doug and I looked at each other and thought, okay, awesome that you felt that way. Uh, but you know, yeah. there were a few small things we know didn't go as planned, but it's okay. At the end of the day, you're married. And especially with traveling, I would suggest showing up a few days early in case you have any uh, travel glitches, um, have any paperwork you would need, make sure, you know, check the passports that nothing's going to expire. So you don't think you're coming to get married and then find out you can't get on the plane. You know, just silly, just we've, we've had a, a couple, they were, they were coming for their honeymoon and that happened to them. Unfortunately, his passport was expiring and under the six month time frame. So that would be something I would definitely tell them to make sure. <laughs> and travel with a dress on the plane. Yeah, you don't want that to get lost in luggage. Um, right. you know, some people have tried shipping things. Well, then it might get hung up in customs longer than you expect. So I would say check those passports, take the dress on the plane, <laughs> and wow. be flexible overall. Right. And enjoy it. Enjoy, enjoy the moments together, especially if you're doing the smaller elopement. I think especially living, you know, in the coronavirus times right now, mm -hmm. I, I have a feeling elopements might become very chic again. And they're certainly romantic. Um, you have people live streaming left and right. They're, they're calling it minimal matrimony, you know, these, the smaller weddings. Mm -hmm. um, I think we could really see a, a big uptick in that over the next couple of years here. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, everybody is a bit concerned right now because this is we're recording right after the big lockdown, which is the <laughs> yes. name that all the <laughs> economists are going to give to this time in a century. But yeah, I think weddings... Uh, especially destination weddings are never going to really stop. Maybe it's going to change. It's going to evolve. We're on the way for uh, better things, I think. Absolutely. Is there something you wish you had known when you started in Paris as an American? Mm, I do wish that my French foundation would have been better when we arrived <laughs> as far as the language. Douglas and I both had Spanish in school, so I had about five years in school of Spanish, which doesn't help a whole lot around here. And we're still working on it. Admittedly, it's still a work in progress. I think, it, you know, it kind of goes back to that being flexible thought a moment ago that Stacy, you know, our founder did a great job preparing us when we moved here. And she said, you know, once you decide to come, there will be obstacles. But as long as you're ultimate goal is that to be here, you'll make it happen. And so that there's actually a quote by Napoleon in victory or defeat, we drink champagne. And that has become our French motto because the bureaucracy part of living in France can be difficult, lots and lots of paperwork, but the actual living in France has honestly, in a way, just taught us to slow down a little bit, you know, pull up a, yeah. a piece of grass, a piece of ground and just truly get grounded, you know, have a picnic. We love picnics so much. So, I mean, <laughs> I could probably go. very French to me. <laughs> oh, yay. <laughs> I mean, this, this Napoleon quote, I, I never heard it. And I have oh. to admit that I agree with it. Really. I love it. I love it. Yeah. It's one of our favorites. Everything involving champagne actually 
is very, very good to me. But yeah, I'm going <laughs> to live by this quote. Is there anything you want to add about your services? Because they're, to me, they're really, and on the website, it's called a romantic resource. And I find it very, very interesting. Besides just providing photograph service, it looks like you have a big vision to be an authority in the industry regarding, yeah, expanding to events, just like you said, family portraits. And I can even find travel resources on your website. Is it a choice? Is it something that you want to provide to your clients? Absolutely. I think number one, as entrepreneurs, our minds are always going, um, especially during this time, you know, we're kind of being called upon to think of other ways to, to grow the business, to further the business. Um, but for Doug and I at the core, we're all about experiences. We've always loved providing a good experience, whether that's through our clients or through our family and friends. We love food. So our love language is definitely food. You know, we love to cook for our friends and have wonderful picnics and just sit around and spend time together. But if you are booking a wedding or a portrait session through Art de Vie or Le Mort de Paris, we want you to enjoy your experience from start to finish. Um, this year and part of that experience, like you said, with the resources. So it, it goes back to, yes, feeling confident with your travel plans, uh, having a plan. Sorry, like I'm going on a tangent there, <laughs> no worries. um, but just feeling confident in the plans before you arrive. And I think having, we live in a time where referrals and references are so important. I find myself doing that too. I get on social media and say, Hey, what, where do I need to go to get my hair cut? You know, it's yeah. from small things to big things. And we feel more comfortable whenever we have a trusted resource. So we do want to be a trusted resource. And we do have that tagline of romantic portraits. But now I, with the new website, I actually, I've created a family resources page because I think that's really important for them as well. Mm -hmm. And some of the new things that we will be offering keeping with that experience is that we are going to have something we call the bespoke session. Um, I do think this would be excellent for someone planning a smaller elopement. Um, and it's just, it would be a three or four hour kind of Parisian day and it can be customized to whatever they want to do. The main thing would just to be to make sure, you know, it's a bit photographic in nature so that, you know, unless it's something they really want, it's not something we show up at and they don't allow us to take pictures if it's like a cooking tour or something like that. Um, so we'll guide them in, in what they want to do. And if they still want that as part of their day, we'll take off after the photo part and go do those things. Um, we, of course, if they're working with the planner, would work with, with you. Efficient. Are you helping plan as well? Yeah, I can help. Yeah. 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 I, I, I mean, we're all, we're all willing we to We all help, have our resources, said. right? <laughs> exactly. Like people, they, they're not booking you for one photo session or just one ceremony. Usually when they when you start to build this trustful, trustful relationship, uh, naturally people are asking you questions. And right. uh, if you live here... If, if you're from here, if you work here, obviously, you know stuff that they don't. So you end up kind of planning. At, I think every vendor is planning something, you know, right. more than, than what he is uh, uh, contracted for. Absolutely. So, yeah, it could be the C2V cars, that classic car to take them around to the photo spots. And I think those are fun in themselves. But it's just, like I said, to be something a bit more customizable and immersive for them to really enjoy a bit of everything Paris has to offer. That's great. That's really good. We're going to wrap up with this. Uh, Cheyenne, uh, do you have 
anything that you want to offer to the audience today? Yes, of course. Uh, we would like to offer 10% off any sessions as a thank you for your guests for learning more about us. Uh, they, If they contact us and reach out with the code FWP2020, we will be happy to extend that 10% off to them. Perfect. Thank you so much. Um, I will put everything as always in the show notes for those listening. And do you have any final word that you want to say? So other than the bespoke sessions, the other thing we're really excited to bring to the mix this year is eight millimeter video. And if you're not familiar with that, it's like real film for an analog camera, but for video. So if you think back to maybe the reels of uh, the circular film, you might remember seeing it, your grandparents projecting the video on the wall. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. that kind of video. Um, and I've been doing a lot more normal video for social media, of course, but this medium of the eight millimeter is raw, it's authentic, it's nostalgic, classic, and imperfect. And in our, our photography, we often use the phrase perfectly imperfect. And that's often what we're looking for, because those are the moments that are truly lived. Life is messy. It's not perfect, right? Definitely. <laughs> often those perfectly imperfect moments are the most photo worthy at the end of the day. And you, you offer this service uh, separately or is it something in L'Amour de Paris that people can find out? It is an add-on that they can do. So they could actually have Douglas photographing and myself doing a video. So that does work well, again, for the longer sessions because we need a little extra time to be able to curate uh, their video package Great. as well. <laughs> so that's video, photography, travel resources, and champagne with Napoleon quotes, guys. Yes. <laughs> the full <laughs> that experience. That sounds like a good mix. Great. Cheyenne, thank you again so much for being here today. I'll definitely see you guys shortly in Paris. Thank you so much. We look forward to it. Hey guys, thanks again for listening to the show today. You can find more information on our guests in the show notes, as well as my contact and my website. If you have any questions regarding your French wedding, I'm happy to help. Also, please do not hesitate to leave a review for the show. There's also a link for that. That will literally take one minute of your precious time and will mean the world to me. I always appreciate your support. Thank you again very much for your time and feedback. Wishing you a great day or a great night anywhere you are in the world. I send you some good vibrations and we'll talk to you again soon for a new episode. Bye-bye.